0: My name is Melanie Borden, and welcome to the Make the Connection with Melanie Borden podcast. Today on Make the Connection with Melanie Borden, we're talking all about the value of your community and your network with Eugenia Jordan, Vice President of Marketing at Parallel Wireless. Eugenia will guide us through her journey up the corporate ladder to becoming one of the founding members of Chief, which is the only private membership network focused in connecting and supporting female executive leaders, and some great advice and takeaways for the audience on how to grow and leverage their own LinkedIn community. I am really excited to talk with our guest today. She is known for her vision. Courage, tenacity, marketing and business leadership, strategy development, relationship cultivation, team empowerment, and leading with empathy. She is an industry disruptor, sought after author and speaker, the lovely Eugenia Jordan.
1: Oh, that's so kind. That's such a wonderful
0: and kind introduction, Melanie. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. It's so well deserved. And I'm really excited to talk with you today. And we're going to unpack for our listeners on how creating a community can impact their career and their business. And you and I met through LinkedIn and over the last few years, I've spent so much time and energy on my own network. So I'm very excited to glean from you on this topic. Are you ready to get started?
1: Let's dive
0: in. All right, let's go. So, Eugenia, for those who don't know, I mentioned earlier that you and I met on LinkedIn, and I am really interested to learn about your origin story and how you have worked up the corporate ladder. That is such a great question. Yes, we
1: met on LinkedIn. I saw your post, and they were so inspirational. I saw them during COVID. You're so and, nice. <laughs> yeah, and it was like a ray of sunshine we were all stuck at home and then here you coming with your posts and motivation and inspiration and i said i need to connect to this lady i need to get to know her and you made my lockdown in 2020 2021 a little bit better And I think you made it for other people as well. So I want to thank you for that.
0: Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. And you know, I shared with you before we started talking that I absolutely love your content that you share on LinkedIn.
1: I appreciate that because just like yours, mine comes from the heart. Mm -hmm. I'm an immigrant female. I moved here 27 years ago. I started in my industry As a receptionist after 9-11 there was no jobs available i had a mom in canada that i needed to support so i took a job as a receptionist and that's how i climbed the ladder so cultivating those relationships and learning about telecom american culture was super important to me looking for mentors and sponsors learning from people, and that's what helped me grow in my career, cultivating the relationships.
0: I love that. And I love hearing about where you came from. And really today, I mean, if you look at all the things that you're doing and that that you're involved with, it's pretty extraordinary. And one of the things that I noticed when you and I had first connected was this community that you are a part of called CHIEF. And I am dying to hear more about Chief. And you're a founding member of it. And I'm very curious, and I'm sure the listeners are curious about how the idea with Chief manifested. It's an amazing
1: community. I feel so blessed and I'm part of it. It's just amazing because it helps me in my leadership journey every single day. Wow. So they just started Lindsay and Caroline in 2019, right before COVID. They met on a networking function in New York, and they were both senior women, and they realized that there were boys clubs. They, as senior women, they were always being asked for mentorship, but they didn't have either a boys club or a mentor. Mm-hmm. So they idea came to them. Why don't they start their own club? And that's how Chief was born.
0: I love it. I love that. And what was the moment that really pushed you forward to be a part of that Chief community?
1: So it was 2020 and we all probably had a COVID reset. Mm -hmm. Uh, We all had to rethink what's important to me as a human and as a professional. And I realized that I wanted to make my organization better. And I wanted to make my industry better, more diverse, more inclusive, more innovative. I love it. Thank you. So I guess Chief heard me thinking about it. Mm -hmm. So they started ads on LinkedIn Mm -hmm. because they were expanding into Boston. Mm -hmm. I reached out. And I I chatted to um, one of the chief members and the rest is history. So I became a member in January and met some amazing women. And because I'm one of the founding members, I feel the responsibility to make the community better and stronger because the community, any community, LinkedIn, Chief, Parallel Wireless where I work or your company, it can be only as strong
0: As its members. Right. That's a really good point. Do you think within someone's career that it's important to have a personal board of advisors? It's something that I had seen online when I was doing some research about Chief. And it really stuck out to me because it's definitely something, especially if someone is going through school or as someone is growing in their career, it's not something that's talked about as far as people have mentors and you hear about mentors, but To have it framed as a personal board of advisors, why would that be impactful for someone's career?
1: That is a good question. I'm going to answer it with the question. We do have sort of personal board of advisors for our health. We have doctors. We have financial advisors and all other insurance agents. Mm -hmm. So we rarely have advisors for our career. Right. So true. And and that's the most important besides family. It's a part of us. Right. So if you're not having a professional board of advisors, then you might have the blind spots and you're not able to realize your full potential or you might not help another person realize their full potential. Because when you have a board of advisors, two rules apply. Rule number one is you need to be open. You need to be open to receive feedback so you can grow. And number two, to receive, you need to also give. And give from the heart, be honest, and be invested in another person's career growth in their future. Mm-hmm. And this is what CHIEF is all about.
0: Mm. And. What else? The other parallel there, no pun intended, the other (laughs) parallel there is with, with building community. I mean, you need to be open and you need to give as well when you are building a community and being a part of a community. So having a personal board of advisors ties right into that.
1: Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's helpful to the community to have strong members that help each other because the community, the foundation of community Mm -hmm.
0: is helping each other without expecting anything in return. Right. That's a powerful line, though, to give without expecting anything in return. And it generally comes back twofold when you approach anything in life that way. Absolutely. For example, on my LinkedIn posts, when people reach
1: out to me and they say, Eugene, it resonated Mm -hmm. and it helped me deal with the issue from 10 or 15 years ago, or they reach out and they say, I'm going through something similar. Right. I'm so glad because I helped another person and that's an amazing feeling.
0: It is the best feeling when that happens. I'm with you right there. (laughs) That's definitely the best feeling when someone reaches out as a result of that. What would you suggest, Eugenia, for someone who's an executive or let's say they're a business owner, maybe they don't have their own board of advisors for their business. What step would you recommend for someone to really formulate their own personal board of advisors, if they don't have their own community that they can fall back onto, like for example, a chief or LinkedIn, etc. Oh,
1: so that's a good question. And if it were me, I would probably start searching people in my field, people that wrote books, people that have blogs. Mm-hmm. So if chief didn't exist, I would have found my personal board of advisors because. I had that need. Right. Um, People found me by just searching my mentees. They found me because Mm -hmm. they Googled woman in tech and I popped up. Right. So it's being open to look. And when you look for something, it's law of attraction. The
0: universe, Mm -hmm. once you ask for it, the universe will send it to you. Absolutely. That's so true. And I think, that relying on your mentors or even individuals that you've met throughout your career that weren't a formal mentor that you can bounce ideas off of who may have more experience or who may have been in a similar experience that you're in. I know for myself, that's pretty helpful to reach out to those people and to have those conversations and just to get a different perspective because perspective is everything. And sometimes we have one way that we do things and someone could have a completely different point of view that could really be impactful on our career. Or life-changing. Yeah. Or life-changing. That's very true. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So let me ask you something else. One of the areas that I have run into just working for others and now having my clients coming to me and working is really trying to elevate a team within their own business or a leadership team, for example. And I know from the marketing and the branding side, how you can elevate an individual through different types of branding strategies and marketing strategies, et cetera. But within a community, do you think it's a good idea for A business owner to really encourage whether it's their female executive team or even just their executive team in general, or maybe those who are part of some sort of a mentorship program within a company. Do you think it would be really helpful for that business owner to encourage community, whether it's through some sort of an area like Chief or going through LinkedIn or even looking internally? at the community where that individual lives at. What would you say to that?
1: I would say yes, yes, and yes. Yeah. Community at work, community on LinkedIn, community of neighbors. Yes, yes, and yes. We're stronger as a community. And business leaders, we work with humans. Right. And humans, they always look for human connection and connection human connection is the foundation of community. If you don't have a community at work, a community of people that trust each other, that have each other's back, then the company is not going to succeed. Right. Because communities, they always have one goal in mind. And that's what makes them successful. Community of neighbors, their goal is to keep the neighborhood safe and prosperous. Mm-hmm. Community of co workers, their goal is to achieve the results. Community of chiefs is to support other women in business and help more women to rise.
0: Right, absolutely. It's interesting that you say that in 2020, I think that that was really the year that opened up so many people, myself included, and I know for yourself also to building community because community was really so important during that time because everyone was home. I mean, you and I are a perfect example of two people who met on LinkedIn, work in different industries. We actually do have a lot of common connections, but we didn't know each other. And creating your own community and really thriving within your role within your company, it impacts Everything that you do, it impacts your mindset. It impacts your day-to-day activities. It's impacting so many people that you're interacting with every day. And I think that it's unbelievable if there are business owners out there or company leaders who are encouraging it Because there's so many, as you know, who I get contacted all the time, Eugenia, people who say to me, I want to post on LinkedIn or I want to comment on posts and I want to provide my point of view on this particular topic. But the executive leadership team where I'm working isn't really supportive of it. That's something that I think is unfortunately an antiquated mindset of where we are today in the world, and it only has that positive impact on the business once the leader within their company can develop that community.
1: Absolutely. So, and it is unfortunate if companies they don't support their team members getting involved on LinkedIn or any right. other communities if it's not inappropriate or hate speech, if it's just sharing right. their expertise or sharing their stories. Right. And I believe the world is changing. Mm. The world is changing. So many companies they don't have very strict guidelines. And it's great because as the leaders we've learned during COVID that leading with empathy is the best way to lead. And if it's important for someone to express themselves on social media and connect and share their stories and exchange ideas, and it's a part of that person's personality and identity, then the best thing that any company leader can do is to create psychologically safe space that people can do it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm with you. I think that the world is changing. I think during COVID, it was that time where so many people went online and started thinking outside of what they would normally do because they had to pivot and they had to make the changes. And everything became so much more virtual, even though we were already pretty much in a virtual world, things got elevated to the next level. Yes. And they went online to find their community. Right, exactly. So with that being said, do you think that mentorship in the traditional sense is still valid in 2022, even if it's only virtual mentorship? That is a really good question
1: because I've been doing more mentoring and involved in different mentorship programs since 2020, since covid Because more people started seeking out mentorship Mm -hmm. and this virtual world opened up more opportunities. I was part of the program with MTN. It's an African mobile operator. They have an initiative of mentoring 20,000 women to celebrate the march in 1950s. 20,000 women marched and they want to improve the lives of 20,000 African women. Wow. So, and I was a mentor on that platform. And obviously that was done online and virtual. And now when I see those women on LinkedIn sharing and getting promotions, I love it. I just love it because I share a part of me. I shared part of my tenacity and resilience. And now they are sharing that with their mentees. They actually mentors on the same platform. So that chain continues and that's
0: the best. Yeah, that's having an impact, a global impact, if you will, and giving back virtually. To me, you can still have the same access to someone as, if not more, like you were saying, you have more access due to the fact that everything is more virtual now versus before, where you might not have done as much prior to the pandemic.
1: Absolutely. Pandemic taught us that we need to think about how we're going to live this world when we're gone and what the impact we're going to make. And so many people during the pandemic, they started giving more to make the impact. And so many in chief community, so many women in the chief community, they are looking for act number three, because when you have a platform, when you have a voice, you need to use that voice to bring next eugena next melanie mm-hmm. and showcase people that didn't have that voice before
0: i agree with you there for sure wholeheartedly i agree with that and it's something as little as just supporting what they're doing
1: Yes, even liking LinkedIn posts or commenting on LinkedIn posts, right?
0: Right, absolutely. Because then you're giving them access to your own community that you have and opening them up to someone who might be in the right place at the right time who may need them right now.
1: Mm -hmm. I love helping people. So I I call myself, maybe I'm thinking, what's my superpower? And I think maybe my superpower (laughs) is the connector.
0: Yeah. Well, I would agree with that. <laughs> For sure. Based on everything that you're doing, you definitely have that superpower. Absolutely. Did you have anything when you first came out with Chief that you felt that you could have changed when you started building out your community, perhaps with posting content or you know letting people know what you were doing?
1: I wish I would have started it sooner. We all go through different stages and I had to be ready to share my story. So it happened the way it happened at the right time. I just wished I would have started engaging sooner with all the chief members. And that's why what I started doing now, I'm part of the welcoming committee. So when there's a new member joins, there are a few members that Mm -hmm. would get on a call with them just in our own time and we help them navigate chief. I wish I knew that I could just reach to anyone. I wish I wasn't thinking, oh, are they going to judge me? Because unfortunately, we all have that barriers. Mm-hmm. And now being a member, I'm going into my second year. The community is so giving and community taught me, taught this Russian girl how to trust. And that's why I'm so grateful.
0: Wow, that's amazing. I just don't know how you do it all. I mean, you have so much going on, Eugenia. (laughs) You really do. I mean, it's pretty awesome that you have your career. You have this chief community. You also have your family. And how do you create that balance between all of the things that you're doing? It's something that I talk to my girlfriends and colleagues about all the time is balancing life. (laughs) <laughs> and no one can really figure it out. <laughs> We're all just kind of in it. And I'm so curious to hear your perspective on that.
1: That is such a good question. And I'm gonna quote Michelle Obama. okay in, in, her, <laughs> in her. her book yeah, in her book, she said that balance doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So between family and work, there is part of your life where you put more emphasis on family. Like when our children were younger, we put more emphasis on them. When children are older, we put a little bit more emphasis on our career and giving back. So the balance is very elusive. We prioritize what's important for us at that particular stage of our lives. And as children move out of the house and we become empty nesters, this is when women and men, we get involved more in giving back communities, mentorship, teaching, because we don't have other responsibilities like our families. Right. Does it answer?
0: Does yeah. it make sense? I love that question because everyone has a different answer. And I'm with Michelle Obama and you on that because I don't think that there's a perfect mold for the work-life balance. I think work-life balance is just so different for everyone because everyone is so unique and so different as it is. And what I might consider work-life balance could be somebody else's opposite on that. So I love hearing the answer to that, especially from a successful working mom like yourself. We've just got so much in the air and I just admire you so much for everything that you're doing to impact the female working community globally. And it's really incredible everything that you do, Eugenia.
1: Oh, that's so, so, so kind. (laughs) I just want to leave this world a better place and make sure that next women in my industry or in any other industries, they know they can become anything. They can make their own luck. Yeah, They can go out there, find mentors and sponsors like you and me or other women or men, and they can become whoever they want to be. And then the only ask from me is when they become whoever they want to be, they just need to give back and make
0: sure they hold the ladder for the next generation. I love that. I think that's such a great way to close out our conversation also. <laughs> do you have any other final thoughts for our listeners? We're coming to the end of our time together and I have just enjoyed this conversation so much with you. I did too.
1: And I feel like I've known you because we've been connected for a while on LinkedIn I know. and so great. Yeah, I know. I know. And my advice to people it's connect Go on LinkedIn or Facebook. Facebook, not as good because you need to be friends. But LinkedIn, if you see a post, follow a person or connect with them. And if you open to it, this is how you can build your own community.
0: I love that. That is so perfect. It's a perfect way to end the episode. If someone who's listening wants to get a hold of you, what would be the best method for our listeners to contact you?
1: I'm at Eugenia Jordan. It's Eugenia with an I on LinkedIn. So if you search for Eugenia Jordan, you can find me, you can connect or follow me. And I hope to see you all on LinkedIn.
0: Thank you so much for listening today to make the connection with Melanie Borden. If you felt that this episode helped you and or your business, please go ahead and write me a review so I can continue to bring you the best content possible. By the way, if we are not connected yet on LinkedIn, let's connect. You can find me at www.linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash Melanie Borden.